Some people see the thing that they want, and some people see the thing that prevents them from getting the thing that they want. You don't have to wait in line. You don't have to do it the way everybody else has done it. You can do it your way. You can break the rules. You just can't get in the way of somebody else getting what they want. Sometimes you're the problem. Take accountability for your actions. You can take all the credit in the world for the things that you do right, as long as you also take responsibility for the things you do wrong. It must be a balanced equation. You don't get it one way and not the other. You get to take credit when you also take accountability. It sounds easy. It's not. Practice being the last to speak, and at the end, you will get your turn. If you're going to fail at something, you fail at it. Don't fail at it because somebody else put you in a situation for failure, because this allows you to make the corrections. If you want to take the island, you burn the boats. Because when you burn those boats, there's no going back. You're going to find a way to make things work. First step is you got to have a vision, a vision for what it is you really, truly want. Not what you think you want or what you should have. It has to be a compelling vision. It's got to have something that has the power to pull you, not something you have to push yourself to do. Those are two different kinds of motivation. Push requires willpower, and willpower never lasts. What will last is pull. Having something so exciting, so attractive, so something you desire so much. That you have a hard time going to sleep at night, and you get so up early in the morning to a rocket and take it to the next level. So it's got to be a vision that's compelling, something that you know it's going to be a gift to make sure that it happens. And also, along with that compelling vision, you got to have strong enough reasons that you're going to follow through when the going gets tough. That's one of the biggest things missing for most people. They say, "This is what I want to do." It's not very exciting. It's not very compelling. But most importantly. They don't have strong enough reasons to push themselves through what's going to be necessary to get that dream, to get that goal, when the inevitable challenges come up. When you're starving, hungry, and you're trying to go on a diet, right? When you got no time and you're stressed out and you haven't worked out still, and that's what you're supposed to do. When the economy gets tight and what you thought you're going to do doesn't work, and so you give up on the goal instead of finding another way to get there. You don't let the fear take you over if you've got strong enough reasons. Those reasons can be positive, or those reasons can also be negative. They can be: if I don't do this, this is going to cost me, and if I do do this, this is what I'm going to gain in my life. Reasons come first; answers come second. If you get a compelling vision and you got strong enough reasons that will push you through the tough times, you're going to do things other people don't do. Instead of collapsing, even if you get off target, you won't go, "Oh, I blew it." You'll get right back on target, make the change, make things happen. Spoken Soul Sessions. You ready, my man? With poetic black. Ain't nothing holding me back but me and who's holding you but you but you. Check this out, man. Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh my God. This is Spoken Soul Sessions with poetic black. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. 
bold stances and lewd advances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. We start from scratch, exploring new possibilities. Welcome to another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions. I'm your host, Poetic Black, and I'm happy to be here today. Spoken Soul family, what's good? We got another one. I hope, I hope you're on your path today. I hope you're taking accountability for your actions. I hope you're not allowing anything to impede your progress, to impede your purpose, to impede your success. Spoken Soul family, as promised, I told you that we was going to get in to this topic of accountability. Accountability, self-accountability. It makes all the difference in the world. So we're going to pull up a few examples and we're going to vibe on the topic. How is everyone doing today? Wherever you're listening, wherever you're getting your podcast from, I hope when you're hearing the sound of my voice that life is good for you. That you're focused, you're in tune with your goals. Today, I wanted to talk about accountability. Because oftentimes, oftentimes we find things in our life that we see are going wrong. Things are going wrong. Things are not lining up. And when you really sit back and look at it, you have to do some accountability. You got to look in that mirror to see what it is that you, what it is that you are doing to contribute to the way that you're feeling, the way things are, you know, the situation at hand. And a lot of times when, when you really do some introspection and some self, you know, Self-delving, going into self and really just sitting there and just looking at all of the different things that make you you and seeing how those things interact with other people. Because a lot of times we look at our current situation and we'll see, yo, why do a person treat me in such a fashion or why do why am I getting this this reaction from individuals and you notice that it's something underlying in you, in your character, unless the person just being a, you know what I'm saying, just being an asshole, you know, it's something that you have to reflect back to yourself to see what it is that I'm doing to contribute to this interaction that I'm having. And you can apply this into many different atmospheres and different aspects of life. It, it don't just have to be one particular situation. You know, it could be your job. 
You can be on your job and you're wondering why your coworkers treat you in a certain fashion. Why your coworkers interact with you in a certain way. And the best thing to do is to go back to self to see what it is that you're doing to invoke or provoke, you know, the actions that you're receiving. You know, and a lot of times we don't want to do that. A lot of times we don't want to look at self. It's the hardest thing to do. It hurts the most. You know, it's cool. It's cool if an individual can acknowledge all of their achievements. An individual acknowledge all their achievements and say, yo, I did this right. I did that right. I did this right. But what about when you do things wrong? Do you do you approach it with that same intensity that you approach it when when you're in the right? See, in life, there has to be a balance. There has to be a balance. So if you're quick, if you're a person who who is quick to note and to the uh to display or to say, oh, look, look what I've done. Look what I've accomplished. If you're one of those people who are quick to tell people what you achieved, what you have comp- what you have accomplished, wh- what you got under your belt, you know, if you always want to say, oh, I got it right. This is I got it right. But what about when you get it wrong? What about when you get it wrong? Do you hold yourself accountable? Do you hold yourself accountable? And a lot of the times people, people will, you will interact with individuals and you don't know what it's for. But some people, you may do something to a person that may have a person having resentment towards you, you know, holding a grudge or whatever the case may be for a particular thing, for a particular thing or a particular characteristic that you have. So it's always good to go back and to say, all right, look, let me let me check myself. Let me check myself. Let me hold myself accountable because it's you. It can't be everybody's fault. Sometimes you got to say, all right, it's you who is the one that's the perpetrator. We can't always be the victim. And sometimes we have to look at the things that we perpetuate, the things that we that that we're on, the things that we take and uh, we put people through and see how it affects them and be mindful of that. Be understanding of that, because it's it's, when a a person want to be the victim, when a person is the victim, it's quick for a person to say, woe is me. Woe is me I was victimized And, and um, I was taken advantage of And you know it's easy to say that But it's very difficult When you're the one Who is the perpetrator <clears throat> When you're the one Who is causing the pain You know So it's always good To take time out And reflect Reflect on where you want to be And this is something that a lot of us We pay very little attention to We don't hold ourselves accountable We don't look in that mirror and say Look, oh no, you didn't do this You didn't accomplish this So that means that you got to get some restrictions You got to, you got, oh, you you can't go out tonight 
You know what I'm saying? You're slacking too much. You got to get back on your grind. You can't go out tonight. And this, this, it applies to so many different aspects of life. It doesn't have to be one particular thing. You know, you can you can use this as a you know as a motivation uh, in working out. You want to work out? Okay. Oh, look, you you shirked off your your workout today. You know, there got to be some type of 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 punishment or some type of reprimand that you have to you no know, impose upon yourself. To say, look, I'm not going to tolerate it from anyone else. I'm not going to tolerate it for myself. And this is how greatness is made. This, these are the little things that a person do to, to, to achieve greatness. To achieve greatness. And this greatness can translate into so many different aspects. Whether it's, it's success in your career, in your job. You know, applying yourself at your job, doing the little things to set you apart from other people and making it a, a everyday thing. Not something that you, you know, that that you're going to have to try to, you know, put up and it's going to be difficult for you to do. No, make the the change, the real change to say, OK, uh, I'm going to start doing this at work. You know, instead of instead of slacking off, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get my project done a little bit earlier. Perhaps my my supervisors would, would notice it and perhaps I can get I can get promoted. But that shouldn't be your reason. Your reason should be the fact that you want to be the best you that you can be. You want to instill these characteristics of greatness inside of you, of not taking shortcuts I'm not going to take a shortcut. I'm going to do my job effectively, efficiently. You know what I mean? And and when you when you take this approach, it translates into so many different aspects of your life. You can be taking this initiative at work and it can spill over to the home. Spill over to the home. Okay, you know, the weekend come around. The only thing I'm doing is watching the games and all that. You know, this weekend I'm going I'm to get some work done around the house. This weekend, I'm going to do a project to improve something around the house. I'm going to take my office and rearrange it or whatever the case may be. Whatever it, whatever it is. But it would translate because it would, it would spill over into other aspects of your life. Because it becomes habit forming. Doing something on a regular basis, taking initiative. And a lot of times, we don't want to take that initiative. A lot of times, it just feels great. It just feels so so good to just blame someone for everything it feels good it feels good to be absolved of all responsibility and just blame someone for everything yo it's your fault it's your fault but sometimes if we sit back and look and really analyze and see how we interact with one another we'll see the disconnect We'll see what went wrong. We'll see, you know, where the wires was crossed. You know? It's not enough. It's not enough for an individual to be like, okay, you know, only my feelings matter. You can hurt whoever you want in any fashion you want, and you believe that that won't come back. 
You don't believe that won't come back. It won't come back to you. It's going to come back because it's that energy that you're putting out. The energy that you're attached to. So if you attach yourself to good energy, you attach yourself with good energy, you're going to get good energy back. You'll, you'll get good energy back. You won't get bad energy. You won't get the energy that makes you feel, oh, I can't, I can't accomplish anything. You won't get that energy from people that, oh, I don't want to be around you. I don't want to be around you. I don't, I don't want to deal with you. You won't get that type of energy. You won't get it. But you have to be aware. And most of us are not aware. Most of us are not aware of the hurt we cause people. We don't, we don't, we're not aware of the hurt that we cause people, but we're very aware of the hurt that people cause us. And life is about balance. Life is about balance. You know? So it's like, it makes me think about if you guys remember, if you guys remember Malcolm X, Malcolm X made a statement when he was with the Nation of Islam. When he was with the Nation of Islam, he 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 was told by Elijah Muhammad not to make any statements, any comments about the assassination of President Kennedy. So he did a he did a, a, a interview. He did an interview with uh, what's his what's his name Wolf. His last name is Wolf. I forget his first name. It escapes me right now. But his last name was Wolf. The Wolf Show. Something something Wolf. And the guy Wolf was he was intentionally trying to bait Malcolm. Because Malcolm said a few times when he asked him about Kennedy, he said, no comment, no comment, no comment. And then he asked him, well, how do you feel personally about what's happening? And Malcolm made a statement. Malcolm said, he said, it reminds me of chickens coming home to roost. And being an old farm boy, when chickens come home to roost, it never made me sad. It only made me glad. It only made me glad. Now, the concept of the chickens coming home to roost, if guys are not familiar with that, what that expression means, it means that which you put out will come back. That which you put out will come back. That energy is like a boomerang. You put that negative energy out, that negative energy is going to come back. So Malcolm in saying that, he was saying that basically the hatred the 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 violence that America puts out upon the black man in America, you know the the the, the individuals the my, the minority the minority in America, you know the 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 amount of violence that was perp that was that was um perpetrated upon the blacks in America, you know eventually. That hate is going to spill over to your own. So he's saying basically it was a white man who tried to assassinate or who, who not tried, but assassinated Kennedy. You know, it was a white guy who did it. 
So he's saying that basically this is this is your actions. This is what you promote. You promote violence. You promote, oh, you want to have your gun, carry your gun, stand your ground. But this is the type of energy that's going to incite that type of behavior. That type of behavior. Because who's to say where it stops? You got a gun. Okay, you got a gun. Now I'm not I'm not for or against uh gun rights. Like I believe a person should be able to protect themselves. So if you have a firearm, by all means, you know, I believe you, you need to be responsible with your firearm. But uh I do believe in the right to bear arms. I do believe in that. However, however, when you have individuals who who have the complexion that fits the connection it start you having that power of having a gun is no longer for protection look at the look at the, the uh look at the situation with Kyle Rittenhouse look at that situation this man killed two people and get and get exonerated get acquitted of all charges but this is a 17-year-old kid who goes to another city with an AR-15 with an AR-15 and, and winds up killing two people and wounding other and, and wounding other people. But no accountability. No accountability. So what what does that say to the next cow written house? What do that say? When you get a verdict like that, all of the things that had, he he acquired the gun illegally, acquired the gun illegally because he wasn't of the right age to, to, to possess the gun. So he gets the gun illegally. He goes, kills two people and still gets off and say self-defense. And I, and I followed the case and one, and one of the, the prosecutor, he made a great point. You can't start the beef and then claim self-defense. You can't start it and then claim self-defense. In the case of of the Arbery case, the Ahmaud Arbery case, in that situation, same thing. They got convicted. You're trying to claim self-defense, but you initiated. You initiated the confrontation. You initiated it and now you want to call self-defense when the individual is coming after you. The person is defending themselves and you want to call self-defense. It don't work like that. But it do work like that in America. So when you see things like that, it's disheartening because you're like, come on. Where's the accountability? Where's the accountability for his actions? His, all of his actions was show, wasn't showing a scared young kid. It was showing an individual who had the intention of causing mischief that night. That was that was your intention. Your intention wasn't to protect and serve no community. Wasn't to go, oh, you saying that you was going to protect this store. You don't even know the owner of this store. But you're going to travel across town to go protect this store. No, you wanted a chance and an opportunity to use your new AR-15. It was itching in your hand. Itching But this is This is what happens though This is what happens This is This is the This is the type of Of behavior That 
that's incited when you see things like this, when you see people shoot people and not held accountable for their actions, what do you think is going to follow? What do you think is going to follow? If he can do it, I can do it too. If he can do it and get away with it, I can do it and get away with it too. It's going to promote more violence. Taking accountability. That's why they say justice is supposed to be blind. It's supposed to be blind, but we know it's not. We know it's not. We know that certain individuals get passes when they go into the court systems. Certain individuals, they get, they get, you know, or they get leniency, leniency when they go into the courthouses. Had Kyle Rittenhouse been a black man, we wouldn't, we wouldn't even be talking here. He'll be under the jail. They'd be trying to get the death penalty. And it's crazy. But that was the concept behind that statement, the chickens coming home to roost. Meaning the energy you put out is going to come back. The energy you put out is going to come back like a boomerang. You throw that energy out, it's coming back with full force. Full force. You know, so uh, and, and when you look at this country in a whole, and I'm not bashing this country. I was born and raised in this country. I'm not bashing it. But at the end of the day, we need to talk real about what's going on. We have to be serious. We have to be real and serious about our, you know, our attempt to bring some type of resolution to what's going on in America. It's 2021. It's about to be 2022 in a few days. In a few days, it's going to be 2022. We're going to start a new year doing the same old thing. Being accountable. Being accountable. Taking taking self-accountability for the things that you put out. The things that you put out. Be accountable for what comes back. And like and like we can see throughout history, you know, living in this country, the history of this country, we can see. We can see, we can see that there's no justice. No justice for us. It's just us. Your justice seems to evade. You can't take it when the evil you conjure meets you face to face. What? Are you afraid of the fruit you produce? What? Is it strange? Do it leave a stain on the fabric you try so hard to maintain? Something to think about. Something to think about. But when we look at the concept of accountability, when we look at the concept of accountability and we we really analyze it, we really, really do some introspection and we can see that it's the it's, it's the taking accountability for the things that we do the things that we do to harm people, 
the things that we do to hurt people, the things we do that leave resentment in people for us, contempt in their hearts for us. We need to address those things. And what better way to address it than to deal with it? Deal with it. Erase it out of your character. Oh, that's the way I've been. And that's what we chalk, we chalk it up to. Oh, that's the way I've been. I've been like this. I ain't changing. I've been like this. No. No. Some things is good to, to keep your core principle, not to change, not to not to waver on them things, but not the things that, that cause people harm. Not the things that cause people pain. But when you're in pain and somebody inflicts pain on you, you want to be, you want to shout from the rooftop. Oh, I was wrong. I was wrong. I want retribution. You want retribution. But you don't want the people to seek retribution from you. And you're going to sit there looking and be wonderment like, oh, what, what happened? How we get here? I'll tell you how we got here. We got here by not taking accountability, understanding what you do, what you put out in the universe, that it's going to come back. It may not come back to the from the same person that you that you inflict your, your bullshit on, but it can come back from another person. Another person, another person's in the same position that you're in over the individual you're oppressing. That's the way life is. That's the way life is. You know, it reminds me of this movie I saw. I don't know if you guys seen it. Uh, I forgot the name of this movie. Uh, something about the level. It was a. It, it was about. I don't remember the name, but you guys probably seen it. it was on Netflix. It was in a. Uh, it was a movie that was in like it had the subtitles. They was dubbed it. They dubbed the movie, and it was talking about the different levels i forget the name of that movie but you had these individuals who was prisoners and they were all on different levels and the and the crazy not the crazy the, the craziness about the whole movie was that every level the people above was treated better so when the food came down when the food came it started from the top level so the top level, they get to eat whatever they wanted. They get to eat whatever they want. They get the fresh pick of everything, the people who are on the top level. And then the tray comes down. So the people, when it comes down to the next level, they take whatever they want. They dig in it. They, you know what I'm saying? Do whatever they want with it. And they send the rest down. But every level, it gets worse and worse. And it goes down to, I don't know how many, 300 levels. But if you was if you was on level 298, it was a good chance that only thing you was getting was, you know what I'm saying, was 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 bones or you just get the dishes. You wasn't getting no food at all. And you had to stay on that level, I believe, for 30 days. So it got to a point where the level above the level above would diss the food and all that stuff. They would diss the food. So one guy said, all right, we, I'm going to make a break. He told the he told the guys below him. He said, if you if you guys don't don't stop doing what you're doing to the level below you. He said, I'm going to make sure I diss all the food that you won't be able to eat nothing. You won't be able to eat nothing. 
I'll diss it. I'll diss all the food. You won't be able to. You won't be able to eat nothing. You know. So it, it made them think. It made them think like, whoa, like whoa. We better chill. We better chill. If we don't chill, we're not gonna get anything. But the concept is the same right here. You looking at how people treat you. You don't want the you don't want the shitty end of the stick, but you're willing to give the shitty end of the stick to your brother or your sister. And these are little characteristic flaws that we have in our characteristics that we can change. It's not something that's edged in stone that say you gotta be an asshole. Who say that you gotta you gotta be an asshole? You don't have to be an asshole. You can approach things differently. You can look at things differently. You can it's, it's always more than one way to approach a situation. You don't have to pick the most negative way. And when you get all negativity thrown at you, you want to be the first to say, "Why are people being negative to me?" You know, why people why people not liking me? Why people is not doing this? Because you got to go back into yourself and see what you put out. The things you put out, the things you say, the things you feel is going to be is going to be a direct reality to what your world is going to look like. We all get the same 24 hours. We get a chance and a choice every day we wake up. All of us. That's equal. That's equal. But the things we do in those 24 hours is what separates us. It's what separates us. And if you're year after year. Every year, year after year, you're supposed to grow. When you grow older, you get more knowledgeable. You get more wiser. I don't want to say knowledgeable. You get more wiser because knowledge is information until you use it. But the wisdom is the applying of the knowledge. Being able to know a situation that happened to you and apply wisdom to it, it would be you saying, okay, this happened to me before. I'm not going to do it this way around like that. I'm going to change this up. I have that wisdom now. I got the knowledge. I got firsthand knowledge that this don't work. Now the wisdom is I'm going to do something else. I'm going to try something else. I'm going to tweak it a little bit. This is what it is, you know? So when you look at everything in no, in essence, in essence, everything you put out will directly shape the reality that you live in. If you got shitty people around you, it's a direct result of the energy you put out. It's a direct result because if you had a better energy, you had a better characteristic, better, better vibe about you, it would draw better people towards you. Don't you know that the more energy, if you put out negative energy, negative energy is going to come back. That all your friends that you associate with, with will be negative. It's science. It's real. It's fact. Whatever you want to call it. You find if you show me a person who's always negative and I guarantee you, I would guarantee you their friends is just as negative, if not worse. If not worse. That's what you're going to draw to yourself. But if you're a kind person, you're 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 a, uh, an optimistic person. You know what I'm saying? You're seeing the good in things or you're approaching things from a positive point of view. You you will will bring positive people around you. You will bring people that will be a benefit for you. 
There'll be a benefit for you having them around you and you can be a benefit for them. But when you have negative energy, what's going to follow you is negative, 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 negative energy is going to follow you. You think that your actions, you walking around, you shooting people out in the streets or you shooting at people, you don't think bullets going to come back at you? People forget that. You see our young brothers is caught up in the streets. See our young brothers and sisters, they caught up in the street. But you see our young brothers out here, they get their gun, they got guns, so they get their gun and they go pow, 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 pow. They out there shooting. They out there shooting. But they're not realizing that that's energy going out. And you shooting at people, what's, what do you think is going to happen if you don't kill them? If you don't kill them, even if you do kill them, they got people that can come back for you. That energy is coming back for you. So you get a gun and you realize that, oh, you think that gun only works one way or they only made one gun. No, they didn't make just one gun. They didn't make just one gun. That ain't the, the only gun they made was yours. No, it don't work that way. And you out there shooting at people, you quick to want to shoot somebody and all that. Eventually, you're going to meet that person is just like you. Like-minded, you hear it all the time. Birds of a feather flock together. You're going to attract that like-minded person. That's why they got those sayings, live by the sword, you die by the sword. You're going to attract those like-minded people. You think you Billy Badass, there's always going to be somebody more badder than you. There's always going to be somebody more badder than you. Always. So that energy you put out, you have to realize that that energy is coming back. It's coming back. It's not just going to be, oh, I'm, I can do what I want to people. I can cuss people out. I can kick people. I can rob people and nobody going to rob me. You never know who you offend. You never know what type of resentment, what type of deep rooted resentment a person will have and will keep and harvest. You got people that settle 20 year beefs. Look at look at Alpo just came home and got he got killed. They didn't kill him when he first came home. But that energy, that energy came back. That's what Malcolm was talking about. That boomerang. You think it's not going to come back. You think that you're absolved. You think that you're untouchable. You think that, oh, you can do it, but nobody else can do it. No, no, the universe don't work that way. And you will learn that lesson. You can learn it young. You can be humble and learn it now and learn it when you're young or you learn it in your bitter old age. You learn. You will learn that fact to be true. You will learn it. That's why we definitely have to be mindful the way we treat people. We have to be mindful the way we treat people. Not just the people we know that we can take advantage of, but we how we treat people on a general scale, on a, in a general sense. Just being polite, just being empathetic, just being understanding. It's gonna bring it's gonna bring like-minded energy back to you. No matter what it is, it will bring light-minded energy back. If you put out good energy, good energy will come back. If you put out bad energy, bad energy will come back. It's without a shadow of a doubt. It's not gonna, 
It's not going to be like, oh, it's just going to skip me. Oh, oh, uh, uh, nah, that don't apply to me. No, it applies to you too. It applies to you too. And if you look closely at your life, you, you will see that it's been applying itself all the while. Why you think you in the position you in right now? Why you think you in that position that you don't want to be in? Why you think that you in the position that you feel like you're stuck? Like you feel like you just can't get out because you need to change your attitude. You need to change your approach. I used to always say, switch it up. You can't be a hater all your life. Switch it up. You spent the first half of your life being a hater. Spend the next half of your life being a congratulator. Being somebody that's looking at things from a positive point of view. Everything can't always be like you ate, like you ate screws and and, and bullets in your in your in your cornflakes and shit. You know, like you wake up angry, just like, you know what I'm saying? You look at your frosted flakes and you just want to put Hennessy in it. Like, what's wrong with you? Feel that good energy. Say something nice to someone. Think about someone's feelings. Hold the door. Hold the door for someone. Hold the door for someone. I had I ran into a situation not too long ago, a couple of a couple of weeks ago. I'm taking my daughter to school and I'm coming out the building. I'm coming out the building. And naturally, when someone is coming out of a building and someone is waiting to get in the building, usually the person's coming out of the building, you let them exit and then you and then you enter. That's like, like common knowledge. So you got people coming out of the elevator and we all walking towards the door to come in. Now you have this guy who's outside of the door. He doesn't have his key or maybe he don't have a key, but he's trying to get into the building. So naturally, if you got six people that just got off an elevator coming towards the door and it's you waiting outside of the door, the, the most humane thing to do is to allow the people to exit the building so you can enter. That's the most civilized thing to do. This individual, he walks through everybody, pushing through older women, older men, just pushing pushing himself through to get into the building. And he just want to walk and get to the elevator. So it almost took me out of my element. I'm not even going to lie. You know what I'm saying? It took me, it took me my, out of my element. You know, I wanted to get back into my mic stage. You know what I'm saying? When I was at my fight weight and I, you know what I'm saying? Hit a dude with a two, two, three. And you know what I mean? It'll be the end of it. But uh, I had to hold myself, man. I had to hold myself. But I'm like, like, wow, man. You ain't got no consideration. You got kids. You don't care if you just bump into the kids, run past the kids. You trying to get in the building. You've been waiting out here five minutes. You can wait 10 more seconds so the people can exit so you can get in. You know? But this is the type of energy that individual now, this same individual, if it was someone else, if it was someone else just as disrespectful as he was and they did it and he did it to them, then he would have a problem on his hand. Somebody is not going to think and just react. You got a problem on your hand. So you will always meet that like minded person. It's like it's like you're telling the universe to to meet me, my bring me my match. Whoever my match is, you know what I'm saying? Whoever's my whoever's my match, let me let me what you call it. Let me I want to see him. And just with good too. You got people who are who are good and who do good, 
And then they meet people like, wow, man, I thought I was good, but dag, this individual right here, you know what I'm saying? Like, I give a little charity, this dude right here, you know, you meet people like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, I want to I I aspire to get to that level. I want to aspire to get to that level. Like, wow, man, you know, but like-mindedness, people with like minds will, will connect will connect it's inevitable it will happen and people of like-mindedness good or bad to be mindful of it good or bad if you got a bad attitude and and you got a bad mindset what's gonna happen is that you're gonna meet somebody someone badder than you you're gonna meet someone badder than you you're gonna meet someone badder than you and 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 lo and behold, you'll meet your match. You'll meet your match. That's why we always have to take accountability for our actions. It should be a it should be a, a everyday or, or a recurring thing that you're questioning. You're questioning how you treated someone, making amends and going to a person and apologizing. Going to a person and telling them like. Hey, you know, you know, I apologize, man. Like I was on the, I was, I was, you know, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, and uh, you know, you know, I said some things that you know was really harsh, and I didn't mean it. And I apologize. There's no, there's no, you know, no shame in admitting that you're wrong. It's very noble. It's very noble. It takes a lot of courage for an individual to say I'm wrong. Cowards, cowards, it's very easy for a coward to place blame. It's very easy for a coward to say, oh, it's your fault. You did it. It's because of you. These are cowards. These are these are cowards with cowardly acts and cowardly tactics Never holding the, never holding themselves accountable. Never saying that, yo, oh, it's my bad. A coward would throw his, throw his rock and then hide his hand. A man, if a man feels, you gonna feel a man if a man say, look, this is the way I feel. I feel disrespected. You know, he gonna let you know about it. Whoever you are, ain't gonna be no fear there. I'm not gonna tolerate that. You dig? So you got to really look. You got to really, you got to really analyze, analyze, analyze who you are as an individual. Who you are. Are you going to be that coward? Or are you going to be courageous and face your fears? Are you going to be courageous and face, face all the things that, that your character defects that you have? We should always be looking to be better. There's no shame in that. There's no shame in that. There's no shame in you wanting to be better. And anyone who makes you feel like that, anyone who makes you feel that you got to be, you got to be ashamed to want better in life is a piece of shit and you need to get away from them. You need to get away from them. Anyone who makes you feel that, oh, it's okay to just treat people any type of way 
Get away from them. It don't matter. It's all about you. Get away from people with no empathy. Because they, if they don't show no empathy to others, they will not show no empathy to you. They just haven't, the opportunity hasn't presented itself for them to, to snake you. You got to look at it. These are the individuals, like my grandmother would say, she always used to say, she was like, a dog will go get a bone and a dog will bring a bone. Same dog to go get a bone, same dog to, be, to, to bring a bone. If you know what that means. How many of you, how many of you sisters out there got those friends that gossip, that tell you everything, everything, everything that's happening, whether it's celebrity, people in your neighborhood, people around, your friends, your, your cousins, they know every, they know the scoop about everything. Be mindful. It sounds good when you're listening to it. It's like, oh, you didn't know the tea. You heard the tea. You know, that's the expression they use. Oh, spill the tea. Oh, girl, I got some tea for you. And, and the tea tastes so good when, you, when you're listening. It tastes so good. Listening. Tastes good. You're like, oh, I didn't know that. But that same tea don't taste good when that tea is about you. When the flavor of the tea is you, oh, you 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 don't you don't want you don't want that. Everything changes. Everything changes. But you that that same person that told you all them stories about everybody else, you think they don't know nothing about you? What they telling everybody else about you? This is the type of characteristics that you see in people and you cut them off. That's the discipline. Cut those type of people out of your cipher, out of your circle, out of your circumference, because they will destroy you. They will affect you in some form or fashion or another. They will affect you. You think this person coming to tell you all this gossip that they ain't gossiping about you? Tell you all the shit that's going on with everybody else. You think they ain't telling everybody else what's going on with you? I said once before, just because a person is not telling you they're reading you doesn't mean they're not, they're, they're not reading you. Person don't have to announce what they're doing. If you're playing poker and you got x-ray vision and you can see everybody cards, are you going to announce that to everyone? Are you going to tell everybody like, look, uh, we, was, we about to start the game, but I just want to let everybody know that I do possess x-ray vision and I can see what's in your hand. You're not going to announce that. You're not going to announce that. Sometimes it's, it's better to know what a person is holding in their hand and to be silent. Use it to your advantage. Don't give up your advantage. You know where a person is coming from. Let them play themselves. Let them play themselves. If you see a person's angle, you don't let them know you see the angle. You just well prepared. So when they try to make their move, you can cut it at the root. Sometimes it's very entertaining watching people trying to play you. And you 3,000 steps ahead of them. You 3,000 steps ahead of them. You're like, wow, this guy is really going to like, all right, let me just sit back and just, and just watch it. Let me just be entertained for a minute. Shoot your best shot. Let's go. Let's hear your spiel. 
you know? But when you see that shit coming and you see this is a characteristic of a person, let a person show you who they are. And then you can make that informed decision to say, yo, look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. I can't deal with you. I can't deal with this type of behavior around me because I know this type of behavior is just going to, it's just going to bring me more. It's going to bring detriment to me in some form or fashion. How many people we find that get touched, that get hurt because of the actions of someone else, associates, close associates of them, close associates of them. It's crazy. Oh, I can't get you, but I always see you with him. If I if I get you, I, I'm hurting you. So you're fair game. That's why you got to be mindful of the company you keep. You have to be mindful of the shit that people are doing and you're involved with these individuals. You calling these people your friends. You calling these people, oh, that's my homie. That's my nigga right there. That's my, that's my ace or whatever. Oh, that's my girl. That's my bitch. And I don't care. Ah, but you don't know what these, what these individuals are up to. And you, you are responsible for you. You are accountable for you. You, no one else. No one else is you. So you have to be mindful of what you allow to come into your circumference. You know that story about the Trojan horse. You know the story about the Trojan horse. They came as a gift. The horse came as a gift. As a gift. Oh, this is a, this is a sign of our appreciation. This is a sign of our our humbleness, and and we're we're, we're giving you this gift. Please accept it on our behalf. Please. And you looking at this as a gift, but it's to your own detriment because you you brought this foreign thing within your circumference. You brought this thing that was that you didn't know. You didn't know. And you just brought it into your intimacy. You just brought it into your intimacy. It's real a real jewel for you. A real jewel is that be mindful who you break bread with. Be mindful who you break bread with. And this concept is so powerful. Because when you sit down and you eat with someone, there's an intimacy there. When you share food with someone, this is an intimate thing. That's why they say families come together, eat. They stay together. They stay strong knitted. They stay strong knitted because they're, they're eating together. They're breaking bread together. They're sharing together. Every, everyone's hungry, but we're going to share this food out and we're all going to be satisfied. It's an intimate thing that's happening when you share food with people. When you sit down and you have a hot dog with someone or you sit down and, you know, when you share a beer with someone, you have a beer with someone. There's an intimacy there now. Guys sitting there talking or you or your girl sitting there eating, you chatting. You allowed this person to come into an intimate realm, a realm where you give yourself sustenance, where you give yourself, you fuel your body. You allowing this person to be in your presence. You allowing them to be in your presence when you're fueling up. This is intimate. Don't think it's not. Be mindful who you decide to break bread with. Be mindful. We're going to have a word from one of our sponsors and uh, we'll be right back. 
Hello, this is William S. Peters Sr., a.k.a. Just Bill from Interchild Press International. First, I must say we at Interchild Press are proud to support my brother, Daniel Green, a.k.a. Poetic Black, and his prolific, embracing, and informative program, Spoken Soul Sessions. As a publisher and now sponsor of the work Poetic Black does, we at Interchild Press International offer to you his listeners, and all spoken word artists, writers, and poets, a 10% discount on all of our publishing packages and services. Please mention code SPOKENSOUL to take advantage of this offer while it lasts. You can contact us at intouch at innerchildpress.com, and we hope to see your words in print very soon. We are Interchild Press International, building bridges of cultural understanding. That's www.innerchildpress.com. Thank you. Yeah, you guys go check out Interchild Press Publications. If you're trying to put out your first book, your chat book, your novel, guys do good work over there and they're giving a 10% discount if you use the promo code spoken soul remember soul is spelled s-o-l so you guys go and get take advantage of that 10 percent discount who who can't use 10 percent who can't use 10 percent discount on something who can't use a 10 percent discount on something so y'all go check him out great guy bill and uh he's really committed into getting a lot of first-time authors published so if you got your manuscript go check him out man they gave they give great deals but yeah you know it's something that we need to think about and we it's something that we need to do on a continuous basis of checking ourselves holding ourselves accountable for the shit that we do holding ourselves accountable for our actions, how we hurt people and how we affect people. And there's nothing wrong with saying that I apologize, that I, that I realize that I hurt you. I realize that I, that I, that I, I caused you some discomfort. I caused you some type of pain and I'm sorry. Sincerely. It's very, this is a very noble thing to do. Very noble. It's easy and cowardly to say, fuck you i ain't apologizing for nothing it's easy to say that it's very cowardly to do that but to sit in in the mirror and recognize that look you've hurt someone you've wronged someone and you need to make you need to make it right you need to make it right this is very admirable very noble switch it up switch it up don't you want the best for you this is the best thing for you it's not about no one else it's not about no one else you being good to people is not about about you it's not about them it's not about them more than it's about you it's about your growth it's about your development it's about you getting to the next level i was listening to this motivational guy and he said you know a lot of you guys out there you want to you want to get to level 3 but you're operating on level 2 standards so you want to be you're comfortable at level 2 
but you want to be on level three, but you don't want to do the level three work to be on level three. You just want to stay on level two. And a lot of us, we got this type of approach when we uh, when we approach things in our life, whether it be our career, whether it be our, you know, things that we're passionate about, starting a new business or whatever it is, you know, this is this is a hindrance for us. And that's why we got to take that self-accountability. That's why we got to sit down and tell ourselves like, look, let's change these things because you can change. You can change. No one say that you got to stay the same way. No one say that you, you got to be, you got to be the individual who's just cruel to everyone. Nobody said that you got to be the individual who, when people see you, they cringe. You don't have to be that person. You can change that today. Right now, this second, this hour. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, let this inspire you. Know that you can change. Take accountability for who you are and who you want to be. And don't accept nothing less. It's a very noble thing to look in the mirror and tell yourself what you need to fix. It's very easy to look at someone else and to say, oh, you got to fix this. You got to fix this. You got to address that. What about you? When are you going to address you? Don't allow that old stinking thinking to to keep you down don't allow that 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 warped mentality to think that the world owes you something the world don't owe you shit what are you gonna leave what mark would you leave what would you leave as a legacy what would people remember you by it's never too late it's never too late you can start now this second this minute I believe in you and you should too you should believe in you you should love you enough to say enough is enough reach higher think on a higher level I want to thank you guys for spending this time with me I want to remind you guys to always speak your soul. Always speak your soul. I love you. And I hope you love me too. Peace.